You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M, and we continue our series 6 Five, four of our 21 players to watch for in 2021 for Texas A&M. The NFL season is right around the corner and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team, every division, and every single game with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow us on the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed or on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast listening systems starting on August 30th. As always, if you love what you're hearing, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12-man-related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. So let's just go through our list real fast, get you caught up. If you haven't heard, who are my 21 players? Number 21 is Jameer Johnson. Number 20 is Layden Robinson. Number 19 is Andre White Jr. Number 18 is Moose Muhammad III. Number 17 is Antonio Johnson. Number 16 is Caleb Chapman. Number 15, Michael Clemens. Number 14, Haynes King. Number 13, Aaron Hansford. Number 12, Jaden Peavy. Number 11, Miles Jones. Number 10... Uh, Damani Richardson, number nine, Chase Lane, number eight, Leon O'Neal, and number seven, the one and only Devon A-Chain. So who comes in at number six? I had a toss-up. I had both these guys ranked right next to each other. I thought if I wanted to go offense, I would put Devon A-Chain at number six. If I wanted to go defense, I'd put this guy. Ultimately, I think the defense is the reason why Texas A&M has a legitimate shot to beat Alabama, be the representative of the SEC West down in Atlanta, and make the college football playoff. So naturally, I have to go with Jalen Jones. Jalen Jones, to me, impressed so much last year. I mean, honestly... I don't think it's weird for me to say this, and a lot of people may be against me when I'm against when I'm saying what I'm about to say. I think he's already the cornerback number one. This is the guy you want playing against your John Mechie, against your George Pickens, against your number one receiver week in and week out, wherever you are. This is the guy you want. Because naturally, he's one of the biggest reasons. Think about this for a second. Last year, he got beat bad against Alabama. That was his second game. Every game after that, he looked great. Every game after that, he looked strong. Every game after that, he looked like a legitimate number one cornerback. He was strong. He was a top-tier defender. More importantly, great coming out of his breaks. Looked like a veteran as a freshman. Everything you wanted from him. Tackling against the run. Playing strong in coverage. Making plays in coverage that allowed you to either break up a pass or intercept a ball. All those things you can feel good about. I look at this kid, and every single time I turn on the tape, he's making plays. And he's covering your number two wide receiver last year. Because Miles Jones was covering your number one. Well, a full year is under his belt, including an offseason, to where he can really pick up the tempo and understand the ins and outs of what you're looking for at the cornerback position. Why not have him in there? 
Why not have him in there? And best of all, you can use him in a multitude of ways. So say you're playing a team that has a big flex tight end. You can play Brian George on the outside, move him inside, and he's covering your Kyle Pitts or your, let's just say, for example, because I don't know who's going to be this guy this year, but let's just go with your um, uh, your Jerry Judy or your uh, Devonta Smith. He can cover your big slot guy. He's exactly what you want. This is somebody who every single game last year improved time and time again. More importantly, he is physical and he is exactly what you're looking for at cornerback. When you think about what Jimbo Fisher has said for years about what he looks for in his cornerbacks, big, strong press guys. Jalen Jones is the prototype of what is going to be implemented at Texas A&M for years to come. This is going to be the guy that you want. And again, one game last season against John Mechie, Alabama, in Alabama, no preseason, no spring game, nothing. You didn't have a dang thing to figure out. After that, held his own. Held his own. He is a really, really good corner. And honestly, there's still upside to this kid. Like, of all the names I'm mentioning, the other guys are proven. This is the one who still has room to grow. And that's why I think that when you put him and Devon A-Chain inside this top 10, you could honestly make a case to say, hey, by the end of the season, number one, number two. And at the end of the year, I'm going to go through my list. I'm going to say, all right, did I have him too low, too high? I would not be shocked if I had Jalen Jones too low. Honestly, number six feels a little too low. But the other five guys are so much more proven that it's hard for me to go in a different direction than them. So I have to go with him at number four, at number six. But like, like that was the toughest battle, was not putting him in the top five and then also putting him above Devon A-Chain. Because these are two guys who by the end of the season really could be your number one and number two player for Texas A&M, your best offensive weapon and your best defensive weapon. College football officially begins tonight. And, and I mean, not really. It began, you know, last week, but it really has started tonight. It feels like there's every single game. Thursday night football is back. And with it, there's going to come big time bets. So make sure you go to the one place we love and the one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Get all the updated odds, props, contests, including the biggest half million dollar mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th during the season opener between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be returned up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. But if you haven't used BetOnline AG before, that's totally okay. Go sign up on your uh, on your mobile device or on your laptop, whatever you want to do. Type in the promo code Locked On and receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Top five players. This is very tough. You can honestly interchange whoever you want in this group, but ultimately, you got to go with your gut. For me, number five is Anias. I feel like I could put Agent Zero so much higher. I feel like I could put him a little lower, to be completely honest. But he is so versatile in his role for this offense. You can play him in so many different areas. I do not expect him to be just a slot receiver. I do not expect him to be just a running back. I do not expect him to be just a guy who you bring in on return skills. I expect him to do it all, and I expect him to see a lot of reps. Now, here's the biggest thing. He's not one of these speed guys. So when I say he's Kadarius Tony 2.0, Curtis Samuel 2.0, 
I don't mean he's going to outrun you. He's going to be this superstar fast guy, 4-3, time player. What I mean is you can interchange him in so many different ways that when you look at how to utilize him, just put him on the football field. Let him do the work. That's all you have to do. Once you do that, you are set. That is what I mean by he is utilized in so many different ways. He's really, really good and no doubt the chess piece of this offense. And last season, honestly, you could make a, you could make a case that he was AM's most valuable offensive player because while Isaiah Spiller did a ton running the ball, while Isaiah Spiller is a really good player out of the backfield and while Jalen Weidemeyer has already set records at Texas A&M, they're utilized in specific roles. With Anaya Smith, there's so many ways you can use him. It's not even funny. Like, there really are. You can play him on the perimeter. You can play him in the slot. You can send him in motion. You can use him in the run game. You can use him on pitch sweeps. You can line up two running backs in the backfield. And when it comes down to basically one play, you can either pitch the ball to him or fake the handoff, do a, um, do a play action pass, find him in the slot, and guess what? He's going to make a play for a first down. He's going to constantly be moving the ball. And that's one of the biggest things about him is while he doesn't have great speed, he has great vision. And those are things that I look at. And when you see it on film, there's a reason why he plays faster than what he's coming in as. Because if his vision allows him to see that second and third level of the defense to where he knows where the running lanes are, where the open avenues are, where he can make an immediate impact. That's why you like a player like Anaya Smith. Now the question is, what will his final stat line be? Because everyone wants to know, what is the finale stat line? To me, I think the floor is somewhere around 1,500 yards. Honestly, 1,500 yards does not shock me because of, yeah, okay, maybe 1,300. Let's go with 1,300 because I still think that he will be utilized in the run game. Definitely not as much, but I still think you will see him get about maybe 30 to 40 handoffs this year, maybe even 50. And he could use it. Like, he could actually get about two, 300 yards on the rushing ground. And then I could see him getting about eight to 900 receiving yards, maybe about five to six touchdowns. But I think the ceiling could be 1,000 yards, probably 15 to 1,600 total yards if he's utilized the right way on jet sweeps, on pitches, and stuff like that. He could get a, probably another five to 600 yards rushing the ball. And then after that, you could definitely see him probably make an impact as, I don't know, let's go... 10 to 12 touchdowns, maybe nine receiving, three rushing. There's a lot of ways you can utilize him. And maybe you can even see him get another 150, 200 yards in the return game. I mean, it's all based off blocking up front, but he can be used in so many different ways. The Swiss Army Ninth, known as Agent Zero, has to be a top five player to watch for in AM. And more importantly, he could be the reason why AM actually has one of the more unique dynamic offenses in 2021. Because there's no way you don't put him on the field. And whenever you put him on the field, you know he's going to be dangerous. I don't want to say he's James White because if he's not. But I will say, much like James White, when he is on the field, you know there's about a 50-50 shot. That ball is going to him every single time. There's about a 50-50 shot no matter where he's lined up. That is your first read. Whether it's in the backfield, the slot, or the perimeter, he is going to make some plays. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. It doesn't really matter what flavor you like, so whether you're a coconut gal, a peanut butter guy, a chocolate chip mint brownie kid, there's always a unique flavor and the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and soft and easy to chew. 
Most bars are actually very healthy for you and they're great for anybody looking to lose, gain, or even maintain weight. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, but more importantly, they have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugars, four grams of net carbs. There's not a product like this out on the shelves. Go visit BuiltBar.com and type in LOCKED15 to receive a 15% discount on your very first purchase. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Betting on the SEC doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day if you follow Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast listening systems. My final four. This was the toughest one. This one right here. My number four pick, because if I believe these two offensive players are going to hit brand new strides at Texas A&M this year, I do. I think both of them are going to set records. I think both of them are going to have monstrous years. I think both of them are going to be vital to Texas A&M finishing undefeated in SEC play, finishing with a shot at hoisting up a national title in 2021. I believe all that. I really do. But who do I think is more universally built to be successful for Texas A&M. Who do I believe is going to be that much more dynamic in 2021? And in the end, number four for me is Isaiah Spiller. That is not an insult to Isaiah Spiller whatsoever. He is a top five player, hands down on this roster. But I feel like if you're going to win in the passing game, you're going to have to trust the guy who comes in at number three. But with the run game, you already know what you have. You know that you have a 1-2 combination and really a 1-2-3 combination with Anaya Smith being your change of pace, your Devon A-Chain being your really good number two, and Spiller being your number one. He has a chance to be the best running back in the SEC this year. I think the argument comes down to him or Tank Bigsby out of Auburn, but that's your argument in my opinion. Tank Bigsby or him. And when I look at, at, at Isaiah Spiller, everything he is doing is so good. He has good speed in, the, in in space. He's really good between the trenches. He's fast, but he's not super fast. He's not home run threat fast like Ani- like Anaya Smith or even Devon A-Chain. But he's fast enough in the open field to where if he gets to that third level of defense, it is a foot race. The real battle is between the trenches, and that's where he is at his best. Everybody knows he can be so successful. And honestly... If he can avoid the injury bug because of the offensive line struggles, he is going to be one of the most complete backs in the country. And you saw it last season where you saw games where the offense was barely moving the ball, passing. He had to step up. He had to be the number one guy. And that's why he ran for over a thousand yards and was able to really pad his stats towards the end of the year. Imagine if he would have played against that Ole Miss defense. Like just imagine that for a second. If he would have played against that Ole Miss defense, would he have had over 1,200 rushing yards? Would he have been in that same category as the Kevin Harris? Would he maybe have walked away with the SEC title in rushing? He could have. He was that close. Him, Najee Harris, and Kevin Harris all were so close to fighting for that rushing title. And against that Ole Miss defense, you saw what Najee Harris did. Imagine what Isaiah Spiller would have done with that offensive line going up against that pungent, weak defensive line in Oxford. 
Just imagine that. That would have been a sight to see. The biggest thing of all is how much are they going to implement the run game? How many carries is he going to get? Because the only thing that I worry about is that now that you know what home run threat speed Devon Achen can be, what he can bring to the table, it's hard to justify saying that you can't give him a significant amount of reps. Maybe you don't have to give him 50 to 60 reps, but you have to give him at least a decent amount of reps. Because at the end of the day, he is somebody who knows how to get that home run threat speed. He is dangerous on the corner. But Spiller is your lead guy. I have no doubt about it. If we're talking about somebody who can do a little bit of everything, and there's going to be a shot where I think that you could see them line up in the I formation where number 28 is the fullback and number six is the tailback, but they do a fullback run. I have no doubt about that. Spiller can be that guy. There are so many ways you can play with him in the NFL. And there are so many ways where he can be utilized in college to where he could actually be a first round pick. I look at what all college football is right now and how these running backs are and where these running backs sit. Brees Hall, B. John Robinson from Texas and Iowa State respectively maybe have a bit more upside because of their offensive lines. But honestly, when you look at the SEC, Tank Bigsby, Kevin Harris, and Isaiah Spiller, I think are all going to fight for that 1-2-3 ranking. And I could honestly see a chance where Isaiah Spiller walks away with the gold medal on top of leading the SEC in rushing, maybe the country in rushing. If this offensive line is as good as Jimbo Fisher is making it out to be, I expect Isaiah Spiller to be a big-time name. The only reason he is not higher is I believe when they run an 11-man personnel, there's going to be one guy playing that position. When you look at it from a running back perspective, I could see his carries diminish a little bit in what would have been a 12-game schedule. And unfortunately, that just knocks him down a bit. But he's still top five, hands down. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, we will close out our rankings. Who comes in as my number one player to watch for this year? You can guess the top three. You can easily guess the top three. But where does each player rank? I'll tell you that and much, much more on tomorrow's show. See you then. And remember, take them, y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.